Hello, and thank you for joining This Is Just A Phase. I'm your host, Jonathan Kent. Before we get started with this episode, I want to remind everybody that they can head over to the Facebook group at This Is Just A Phase for updates on new and past episodes of the podcast, as well as information for bands touring, uh, music videos, and tons of merch opportunities that could also be found over there. If Facebook isn't your thing, you can head over to my Instagram account at jonathan.ket.311 for a lot of that same information. Also, go over to thisisjustarecordlabel.bandcamp.com and check out the brand new compilation that me and Mike Rotemoyer put out called This Is Just A Record Label Presents Rust Belt Hardcore which features 23 bands from Western Pennsylvania and Eastern Ohio and features past guests of the podcast like Letters, Bar Trash, Heck Vector, The Homicides, Children of October, Jackknife Powerbombs, and the guests being featured on this here episode, Crooked Cobras. You could go over and pick it up for $5 plus shipping or $3 digitally. And while you're over there, also check out releases by Gatlin and Letters, as well as the very first comp we put out. That being said, Jay, let's go. And you've got no self-esteem There's a hole inside your head With no vision to be seen Let's go Let's go Let's go Every day wake up with the same morning routine You're content with it And the same old morning scene Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go On this episode, I get the opportunity to sit down and chat with Red, Lydia, and Alfredo from the Las Vegas pop-punk band Wheelchair Mosh Pit. We chat about forming the band during the pandemic, how they all found their way to Las Vegas, the origins of their name, and their work with the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. We also chat about Vegas and the scene in general, their influences within the band, plans for the future, and so much more. So sit back and get into the fun pit with this episode of This Is Just A Phase. This first song is from the band's 2022 album, Can't Walk Too Drunk, entitled Midori. One, two, three, four. Drunk on Midori, I'll be fine, don't worry.
Hey there, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys loud and clear. Excellent. Uh, no, uh, no echo. No echo, not at all. Excellent, wonderful. Hi, how are you, John? Hey, good. How are you doing? This is Red, right? This is Red. This is Red, and we've got Alfredo. Hello, Red. Um, yeah, John. John, yeah, hey, John. Alfredo, Hi. how are you doing? Good. We've got good. Lydia here too. Hi, Lydia. How's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Can you hear us all clear? Oh, I can hear you guys all very clear. Thank you very much for uh, wanting to do the podcast with me. Wonderful. Well, thank you for having us on. We appreciate it a lot. Oh, you're welcome. Um, it was really cool that uh, you sent me a message through Instagram and told me a little bit about wheelchair mosh pit um, and what you, you know, that you guys just put out a, a, an album and um, what the message was behind the band and um, all the good things that you're doing with the release. And I just thought it was really cool. And I was like, you know what? And with me having connections to, to Las Vegas, yeah. um, I thought it was really cool to get you guys on and I, I love the album so that was even a you know a bonus as well awesome man thank you well yeah we're, we're really glad to be part of it and honestly yeah the, uh, too bad we couldn't run into each other when you were here but uh but it'll happen at some point oh for sure yeah like um i was only there for like um like basically three full days the last time i was there um usually i stay more for like a week or like you know like six seven days when i usually come into town but this was just a, a little short little trip that i made right yeah. yeah yeah my my brother lives on the uh the the west side of the uh the western end of the strip oh cool wow there you go that's, yes that's, that's not too yeah. far from uh from where we where we practice alfredo says oh you mean the strip the strip club no. <laughs> no, 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 right. not that part. No. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my brother used to live on more on the eastern end of the strip because uh, he works uh, for a museum not too far from the uh, UNLV campus. Oh, oh, what is that? Uh, the National Atomic Testing Museum. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, yeah, I drive by that thing all the time. I've been meaning to go. Yeah, my bro my brother's the uh, education coordinator uh, cool. and basically does the tours and stuff like that through there. That's nice. Well, I'll have to meet him at some point because that—that's I've been meaning to go there. It seems so neat. Oh, it's really cool. I was able to get a uh, me and my wife were able to get a tour of there the uh, first time we went, and it was it was it was pretty awesome. That's wonderful. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, a shameless plug for my brother's uh, museum. <laughs> totally. I've only heard the good things about it. Honestly, it's just such a fascinating subject, you know. It really is, and you know what? I think the more like his his whole thing is trying to educate people about it. Because yeah. there's so many mis misinformation, it's always seen as being this horrible thing. But you know, there was some good that came from it. Yeah. So you know, to try to educate the the public about the whole thing and and how it actually was much more than what you know people perceive it to be. You know what I mean? Totally. Well, I think Vegas played a, a big <laughs> part in that, and I think that's what's neat about Las Vegas is that it's one of these cities that just has so much history that is kind of untold still. There's not that many mm -hmm. museums in town, you know, and, you know, it's only been, you know, the city's really only, you know, been the city here for 70 years, you know, and we've been here for what, at least, you know, 10, 10 of them. So yeah. Yeah. cool. 20. Yeah. 20 mm -hmm. for, for Alfredo over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, um, like uh, the last time we were there, um, we went to the, uh, the, um, the, uh, oh, shoot, the organized crime museum. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Mob Museum. The yeah. Mob Museum. Yeah, we went to the Mob Museum last time. It was just because I'm fascinated by that stuff. I'm fascinated by the old, like, 30s and 40s gangster right. kind of thing. Because I, I, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff that kind of happened in our area. Because we're, like, where I'm at is, like, halfway between New York and Chicago. So right. a lot of the stuff that was being ran through was being run through, like, I-80 coming through where I live. So like I've always been fascinated with that whole kind of like El Capone, you know, John Dillinger, like that whole kind of criminal underground kind of world and like to actually go to a place that like actually showed all of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is really neat. I mean honestly it's a fascinating museum. And they have some good bands that play there too and they're uh they have that little bar downstairs. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I've I've been fortunate enough uh, to not only talk to you guys, but uh, several other bands from from Vegas as well. 
and it seems like a really cool city and much like much like where I'm from, it doesn't really seem to get that much of attention. Mm-hmm. And so when I do get an opportunity to talk to somebody from Vegas, I like to try to uh, learn about what the what the city is like because much like where I'm from, you know the national the, the national media doesn't really focus on places like that. If it's not if it's not LA, if it's not you know Chicago, if it's not New York, they really don't really spend a lot of time talking it- about it. It's such a cool city, honestly. Like, there's such great talent that come out of this city. And it's, like, one that I feel like a lot of people are actually just moving here and now. Uh, and actually, bands from, like, California are constantly uh, coming out to Las Vegas to, like, perform shows and uh, work with us. And uh, we're always, like, <clears throat> meeting new people and, like, meeting new talent. And, like, this this place is, like starting to have like a real different type of scene totally. out here and like uh we're a part of all of that well i think it used to be so much that the strip was kind of everything about las vegas that people knew you know it's just only the strip and now it's people are kind of seeing what's off the strip you know yeah, um, yeah learning lear- learning to see that there's you know mount charleston or there's fremont and there's totally. all these different you know painted rock they go out they, they, they go further out to henderson or they go Totally. To all these different places and realize there's so much just beyond the strip. Well, that's Lydia's thing is she she does a lot of hiking around outside the city. Because I mean that's the whole thing is it's only what how you know it's like 45 minutes to get out to Boulder City and then you can go out and there's like some hot springs out there and you know all kinds of hiking you know a couple of different mountains and stuff. We really like it. Oh, that's really cool. That's uh, very very close to like my uh, my sister in law her her mom and her mom's uh no well now her husband uh they live like almost on the outskirts of the like the city itself and they're like really going more towards the mountain and there's like i hear all the time there's tons of like uh like hiking places you could go you could go up to the mountains or like like lydia said you could go into like the there's those uh, hot springs and stuff like that it's really that's really cool that like a lot of things that people won't know that aren't from there you know there's there's also like a whole bunch of like um european pools and whatnot out here where it's like topless pools yeah 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 a little bit of everything in vegas that's what's great about it man it's all about debauchery you know you could always go t- topless hiking too you know nobody's gonna oh, judge really. anybody you know? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's actually some people who go out there to the arizona hot springs where we like to go and there's a lot of nudists we even heard one of the people because they have the colorado river down there where you can hike all the way down oh yeah and he said we're not going to go up to the hot springs because there's so many nudists up there <laughs> <laughs> we one ourselves, and we went really early. It was crazy. I, I think nudist the city's a, a nudist city because I, I work part time with the Chippendales, and I, I tell you, a couple of those guys they found the, the perfect job to be a nudist in because they literally get paid to take off their clothes. You know, there they go. There they go. It's, it's straight up. And they're, they're a nudist. The city is a city for nudists. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I think it's too. It's... I mean, us, our band included. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's check that down for wheelchair mosh pit. That they're 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 nudist friendly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, topless shows all the time. You know. There you go. That's the way. You that's how you, that's how you get the, that's how you get the crowds, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just... topless on stage. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> is he just wears a little vest to cover? You know, yeah. the, the yeah. nip nips. And... Yeah, oh, oh my god. They... They, my uh, my actual girlfriend, she said to me, "Is like, I wish that like it was as easy as you just, um, wear a, a top, go go topless and strap on your base." Is like, wow, <laughs> yeah. is that how easy it sounds? <laughs> yeah, to you, it's that easy. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you can always do what what the Red Hot Chili Peppers used to do and just put the socks <laughs> over. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, nobody wants to do that, but like, I, I'm so down. Like. Well, you're in the perfect city to do it in, though. They were doing it in L.A. You could do it in Vegas. Right. Yeah. You probably wouldn't get shut down either. (laughs) It's 21 and up anyways. Y'all just, like, sit back and just enjoy the show. Yeah. Exactly. People pay extra for that a lot of places. (laughs) Make sure sure the tip for the tip, right? (laughs) (laughs) Tip for the tits. There you go. (laughs) 
guys are all transplants to the city much like a lot of people right um red you're from cincinnati Uh uh-huh lydia you're from oklahoma elk city well that's where i was born i i kind of grew up in kansas like i moved here from kansas from hillsborough oh okay you moved from kansas okay and alfredo you started out in canada and kind of moved around because your dad was a a music your dad's a musician yeah yeah i um I started playing drums at 11 and like throughout all all my life, I've pretty much moved from city to city from like a hotel to another hotel. And Mm -hmm. when I kind of grew up like in the bars and when I like literally when it, the bar was closed, I'd be in the bars playing pool. And when I was younger, I'd be drinking uh, Shirley temples in there. And when, (laughs) you know, and uh, it was super cool to be able to like move around and, when we finally uh, got to Vegas, it was like this. This place is cool. Like I, I really appreciated it. Like uh, my grandpa actually is a musician too. So like I used to be able to like see the, all their band practices like every week that they would be like they'd be playing out on Fremont Street like at the Plaza. All oh, okay. The yeah, mm-hmm. like all like my my dad, my aunt, they all played in a band together, and. Uh, it was like a good learning experience. And when I turned like 11, they started saying, Hey, you, you want to play music? What do you want to play? You want to play drums or bass? And like, literally I just started off on drums, but that was a good experience. I wish that I like played bass earlier. Cause like, this is like the instrument that I really love and enjoy. Yeah. Did you, did you find it like that? It, that it was like, I went from, I went, I was opposite. I went from bass to drums later on. Oh, and of yeah. course, I found myself coming back to bass because I just I was <laughs> never a good drummer. But oh. um, do you think going from drums to bass, do you think that starting out on drums helped you become a better bass player? 
it probably did just because there was like so much experiences that I got to go through. Like I've played like so many shows, like playing uh, as a drummer, like uh, playing four hours a night. Like I'm a like come from playing 80s covers, 70s covers. Okay. Like, come from playing from cover bands, like playing out, out on Fremont Street on those like big and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like they'd hire us to do things like that. Uh, I got to watch like a lot of my dad, like the way he talked to the crowd and his energy. And like, I always like thought like, man, there's only so much that I feel like personally for myself, like it's different for everybody, but like, I feel like there's only so much charisma for me behind the drums. Like I felt like I needed to be out in the front to be able to like, you know, interact with the crowd and be able to sing and like, you know, do something like that. And so like, I felt the same I felt the same way. Be, I mean, being behind the kit for me, it it, it 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 almost put like a barrier up where you like you couldn't connect yeah with the crowd the way that you could you know either playing guitar or bass yeah and you know um jared and lydia they like posted an ad one day and they were looking for a bass player and they actually accepted me you know to play bass for them and i've never played bass for a band before before oh, okay before this band actually so it's like i was very and like I just learned a lot like playing with them and it's been just like a real fun experience like through like all the shows that we played and all the recordings it's been these guys are great I love these guys they're Aww. like like my band family well, we're lucky to have you man it worked out perfect no, but- I, and I love seeing your guys as like your your photos and stuff like that because you can definitely tell that you guys are friends not just bandmates but you you guys are friends yeah and that's so important for especially a young band is to know that you have to be friends first because if you just come into a situation where you're just bandmates then you you never get that you never get that that camaraderie with each other you know and like you like it becomes very stagnant so you got to have that friendship base to begin with (laughs) yeah yeah there's literally nothing that can tear us apart you know (laughs) It's true. <laughs> we're, we're really lucky. We're really, really lucky in that sense. And I think part of it is that, you know, we've all had, like you're saying, you know, we've all kind of had similar experiences. We've kind of ended up all at the same point in, in life where, you know, we, uh, we've all, we've all, uh, you know, like you said, we, we've all moved here. We're all, this, you know, up until, uh, what is it, a few weeks ago, we we're all the same age. We we're all 27. Oh, okay. So, up until I turned 28. Now I'm like, well, oh, well I thought you turned 23. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. we're all 23 apparently now no <laughs> but um <laughs> we're young we're young okay we're, we're still young but uh but no it, it's funny too because we all and like like we're saying about the drums all three of us actually up until yeah and same thing up until a few months ago all played drums in a cover band uh oh wow all three, are, all three of us are drummers play drums in other bands and and we're just we, we kind of all met, met at the right time men the right place and we're lucky we're lucky to to kind of you know, it's not every day you meet people that are in the same headspace as you, in the same place in life as you. You know. Yeah. Well, I I know how Alfredo ended up in in Vegas. Red and Lydia, Lydia, how did you guys make your way to Vegas? Uh, Lydia. Well, I made my way to Vegas actually following a band that was like my first gigging band. Okay. And uh, my singer, you know. It was basically just him and I, and he was looking for new members. So uh, we, uh, he was telling me he wanted to move, you know, and he's like, I'm going to move and this is just all going to be done. And I was like, well, don't, you know, don't move without me. Like, let's do it. Let's keep the band going. Like, if you're going to keep the band going, you got to keep me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we moved out here. I didn't even pick Vegas. He picked Vegas. And I was in like, I was in a weekly hotel for like, you know, a year, like a little over a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I just, I came out here doing that and uh, we ended up going our separate ways. You know, that didn't really work out. So mm-hmm. I ended up finding these guys and that's why I stayed. That's the only reason I stayed. Oh, there you go. Well, it's not funny how that actually like works out. Like you come with somebody else that doesn't work out, but then you find two people that like, it, it puts you in even a better situation at the end of the day. Right, exactly. And I also had to realize I'm out here doing my career. Like I'm out here for music specifically. So mm-hmm. I need to focus on my career. So I've I've been in several bands. I've been pushing to just do it. My husband supports me. You know, I don't work. I just play music. 
well, that's awesome that you have that support system in place too, because that's really important. You have to have that to 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 make a career in it. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's really awesome. Now, what about about you, Red? Um, so actually, I got it uh, right out of college. I went to school in Kentucky and um, graduated from college out there, and then I was kind of just looking for jobs, and I kind of I knew that I wanted to move to Vegas. I'd been here once before, and I just had such a good time. Um, I was a street performer too. I, I've for years and years, I, I, I traveled part of the country, just, just street performing, just playing music, playing guitar, just on sidewalks, just wherever. And, you know, I got really good at just, you know, exactly how to, you know, knowing exactly the right thing to wear, the right look, the right, you know, the right everything to just, you know, to be a good street performer. And uh, I found Vegas is a pretty good place for that. You know, which some of that's changed, you know, just because of how they've changed Fremont Street and the rules they've kind of put in place. But, but that's, you know, but that's besides the point. But so I kind of was like, I loved Vegas already just because of that and just because the city it's, it's you know perfect and i got a job offer out here uh to as an uh, av tech and then um so i did that i was in, uh worked as an av tech for a little bit um here out here and now i work part-time as an av tech now but i i work uh as a uh audio engineer i turned that job kind of into a, a better gig doing um sound for bands casino bands a lot um, so oh, kind wow, of, cool. yeah all around town i work with two different companies and um basically my schedule is kind of all over the place. And so sometimes that can be an issue with practice, but usually we're able to fit in, you know, a couple of, you know, one or two days a week or whatever, whatever we need. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of just them all around town, working different casinos, just mixing bands. And it's really fun. Cause that's, you know, that's what I've always wanted to do. And, you know, it's, I'm, I'm very fortunate. That that's awesome. And I, and I like that you guys all that you guys found each other all kind of having that time to kind of, do other things get your get your feet grounded in in the city before you guys caught up because by the time that you guys all caught up to each other all three of you had experience doing the entertainment part of it so like you guys by the time this band started you guys were all like half the battle was already won so to speak yeah and i think that's been a very beneficial thing for us i think i think we all are kind of starting in a I think that kind of shows, you know, we haven't been playing together really all that long. We've only been really together for about, you know, what? A year and a half. A year and a half at most, yeah. A year since maybe, yeah, October, so about a year and a half. And, uh, you know, I think we've we've been very fortunate, you know, and especially during the COVID, you know, <laughs> this kind of era we live in, you know, it's not it's not the easiest time to be playing. And so it's, it's we've we've been very fortunate. Yeah, and you guys, yeah, I noticed that you guys started in 2020. Was that... um. Was that because you guys had all had to kind of quarantine or maybe take steps away from your, your normal jobs that you you were all kind of under the thought, you know what, hey, let's 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 use this time to be creative because we really can't do anything else. I I feel personally definitely like literally I had like an eleven month furlough from my day job mm-hmm. and whatnot. And uh I literally had like nothing much else going but other than like you know like uh songwriting and then you know this opportunity came up with um you know jared and lydia and so like we we got together a lot like during those times like it was like every week we had to do something you know like yeah together and it was like it was awesome we we all didn't get sick for the longest time and up until more recently right yeah uh, yeah that's when like everything opened up but like during that quarantine time Definitely, this is was like kind of an escape, yeah, from you know, like just being at home and not being able to play shows because totally. everything was like pretty much shut down, yeah, for the longest time. And uh, Vegas was very shut down, and that's and same with me. Yeah. I was unemployed, you know, I was unemployed too, and we were just we kind of just found you know, had a good time. And well, that was the thing is that you know, this the band was our social life suddenly, you know, we realized like, hey, you know, it's the only people that we get, you know, are playing music with, the only you know, just get out of the house is hard, you know. So, mm-hmm. It worked out great. Yeah, look, I remember me and my wife came out. Um, it was like the end of April because I had turned I had turned forty the beginning of May last year, and we came out like the week before my birthday, and um, everything was kind of in that weird transitional thing where like people were still super super worried about the masks and like certain things like you couldn't go to certain. Um, there was like one casino that has like um like an indoor like aquarium mm-hmm. and you couldn't I, I can't remember which one it was but like we kind of did a tour through like 
the, that group of motels and one I remember one of them had it and um, like they didn't have that open you, you, but you could still go to like outdoor things like the flamingos and like the all these different things but like as far as anything like in a condensed like crowd and area like you couldn't do it like they were still kind of like really weird about that yeah I think you're talking about Mandalay Bay I, I yeah Mandalay there. Bay yeah I went there when COVID was still kind of kind of hot, but they had opened a few things, and uh, we just had to wear masks and like wait in line forever. And then they would like send groups through like after a period of time, and then you could walk through and see the see the whole thing, the sharks and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think we had just missed. I think I think it was like everything was opening up like the beginning of May, and we had come like the end of April. Like, they weren't opening any of, like, the swimming pool pools. They weren't doing any of that stuff yet. They weren't doing that until, like, May, June. Yeah, as soon as we could, you know, I think that we, like, as soon as uh, everything started to open up a little bit, like, we were already, like, traveling to Arizona to play, like, our first, like, actual show and stuff like that. Like, we uh, went out there, and, like, Vegas was, like, pretty much still shut down, Mm -hmm. like, at that time. And then... uh. As soon as everything opened up, we started like hitting all all the stages out here, anything that we can, and like just just to get out there and like you know feel like alive again. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. <clears throat> now, when you guys were doing the Arizona stuff, were you guys doing stuff with like Zia Records down there, or was it more just kind of like venue based stuff? Uh, venue based stuff. Actually, we got in with this really cool. Um, we did this. Uh, it was for a charity. It was a. It was a. It was a uh, charity group which that's something that you know we really love to be part of we really love to be part of but uh this one wasn't the most well um well orchestrated charity of it it was for a uh, a bike run or a um fundraiser for like a, a, a motorcycle ride and uh to raise money for for wounded uh, troops and it was uh it was kind of a mess but but we had a good time we had a great time anyway regardless and you know, that's to as long as we're playing, you know, we'd love honestly, Z Records is such a cool place that that's something we've, we've been trying to get in with them and just you know, anything we can do with them is cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but out there, it worked out fine for that, but we're going to be back there soon in Arizona. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I've, I've uh, I've done both ZL locations, I did uh, 11th Street Records uh, over uh, down by Fremont. Um, I checked that place out too. So like every time I come to Vegas, I try, I try to hit up a, a different spot. And, um, anytime I travel in general, I try to, I find, I don't, I don't go for the national chain. I try to go for that, that underground record store. You know what I mean? Totally. Where I can yeah. Where are you going to find the, the flavor? Stuff. What's that? that? That's, that's where you find the neat stuff. There's exactly, <laughs> and that's the cool thing about Z, you know Zia has a lot of really neat stuff. Uh, there's actually this other record store that's really not far from my house called uh, Wax Tracks Records. Yeah, so they're originally based out of Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their local one here has just like the volume of their stuff uh, uh, of of local bands too. If you ever go in there and look at their local section, mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna be blown away. That that's something I would definitely recommend next time you're in town. Yeah, that wax track is it's in an old house, it's in like this old house from like the 50s, I think. <laughs> oh, no, shit. that's really yeah. cool. And the, the one, it's just this little old guy that's in there, he's just happy as can be. That's the thing is that you know, it's like it's like I think that I'm not sure what their deal is with it if they're connected with a national chain still or not. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's it, it's I don't think they are. That's I don't think they are. I think it's just the guy, I think it's just the guy, and I think he's he kept the name somehow. Oh yeah, probably yeah. just because he was from probably Chicago originally or something, and kind of <laughs> got in touch with them or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the next time I come into Vegas, I'm gonna, definitely gonna have to hit you guys up, and we can hit up some. You guys can show me some spots that oh, hell yeah. I probably yeah. wouldn't even normally think of. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about being a stagehand in Vegas here is that, like, you know, I get to work with a, a lot of a lot of neat big bands, you know, because everybody comes to Vegas. Everybody comes to Vegas, and and every venue is kind of, you know, it's like. You get to know pretty quickly who does what, you know, gigs, and you you find you can find your way into a lot of gigs. And uh, I I've turned that into gotten a, pretty much all the all the vinyl records that I wanted to get signed so far. I've been able to. Oh, that's really <laughs> awesome. It's been really good. I've, it's been really good to me. But 
you know, that, that's kind of part of it. But I got to go find the record. I'm like, oh, that band's coming to town. I, the other day at Skid Row, I was like, oh, I love Skid Row. I got to go find that record and get them to sign it. And so I was able to go out and I had to call like three to, three or four different record stores. Finally found one that had one. And I'm like, all right, I'll be right there you know, <laughs> next week. So. that's just so, what's so weird about it is that it's been you have we haven't been able to it's just been such a kind of a standard thing for so long of you know touring bands and now it's kind of everything's been paused it's to kind of seeing who, who are the players who are actually getting involved this time you know who's who's actually it's kind of a who's who of 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 bands that are willing to kind of you know get involved 
Exactly. And with you guys having only known the situation right now as being a band that was formed from the pandemic or because of the pandemic, pretty much. It's like now you're just like, we got to start getting we got to start putting our feet in the water because this is our opportunity to like to start playing now. Finally, we got this opportunity to start playing out now. Totally. Yeah. And it's it's cool. It's cool. And I hope you guys do get 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 to travel more and uh, get to play out more beyond vegas that'd be really cool for you guys yeah uh we're, we're trying to put together a tour right now uh for sometime in late uh late summer for kind of southern california and we're thinking kind of we're, we're aiming for out there but we're gonna see kind of where it takes us you know yeah just, just to kind of see how things go and then you can kind of decide yeah. where to go and from there pretty much right totally and we we have a very good support system where we have a lot of other good bands and friends who are you know who want to help us out and so we're very fortunate Awesome. Very cool. Well, before I let you guys go, I definitely want to talk about your your first album. It's called Can't Walk Too Drunk. Right. And it was, I'm guessing it's put out, you guys put it out yourselves? Yep, that's us. Steel Wheels Records. What, what, what's it called? Handy, handicap Records? Uh, Steel Wheels Records. Steel Wheels, that's it. Right. Steel Wheels Records, that's right. <laughs> well, that was kind of a joke name we had had for that album. We were calling it that because, you know, that the Rolling Stones had the Steel Wheels, you know, album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, Steel Wheels, you know. That's just like on a wheelchair, you know. <laughs> it, and it's really cool because you guys, uh, I've read you were telling me uh, specifically that um, you guys came up with the name because, like, you know, eventually one day you'll all be those those punkers you know 67 year old years old in wheelchair going in the mosh pit with your wheelchairs yeah. and and i thought that was really cool but then what i found out was even cooler is you guys donate a percentage of every cell to get wheelchairs for people who need them within the community yeah dude that's honestly it's kind of because you know the name kind of started right as kind of a joke, but it kind of mm-hmm. ended up becoming this really cool kind of beautiful thing. Um, this local charity, uh, Nevada Wheelchair Foundation, the guy who runs it's just just such a fascinating, neat guy. He's he's done everything under the sun. Just just such a fascinating person. But but his calling, he's really always felt his calling is just to to help you know as many people as he can. And he found out this kind of this perfect thing of this wheelchairs that. Um, so he basically what they do with Nevada Wheelchair Foundation, they give wheelchairs to people who can't afford them for for no cost. And, uh, you know, you don't have to, you just show any little documentation that you can to, to them and they, they hook you with the wheelchair and they, they do, I mean, tens of thousands of wheelchairs a year. I mean, just unbelievable the amount of wheelchairs these people give out. Oh, wow. And they're able to get a really good deal on them. And so we've been able to give them a couple hundred dollars already. And it's, it's really been great because, you know, just we're, we're literally helping by just playing as a band, you know, with this goofy name, we can, we're helping people literally have the gift of mobility, you know, and. You know, it's one of those things where I, you know, I, you know, you always know that that there are people in wheelchairs out there that are, you know, not experiencing life just because they're they're trapped by the, their lack of mobility. But to kind of mm-hmm. be able to kind of be more aware of it and be able to help those people, it, it's really been a neat experience. That's awesome, and it probably makes you guys feel really good being able to use your music and your platform to change other people's lives, especially especially at such a such a tumultuous two years to be able to find positivity and find a sense of community after such kind of weird times you know what i mean yeah you know it's nice to find that 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 sense of community and 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 helping and supporting other people you know now that things are starting to look better well yeah and it's just it's just kind of opened our eyes to you know kind of just the being, you know, being being the best musicians we can be, being the, uh, the, you know, having the best merch we can have to, you know, to to really be able to, you know, it's like once you realize it's like, hey, selling this, you know, we can help people. Like, hey, this is really cool. We can, well, you know, why would we be giving out these shirts? You know, that's cool to give out shirts and all, but, but hey, we get to give that money to to people who who need it. You know, so it, it's kind of turned into a really cool thing. That's so really cool. Us to, to be, you know, be the best yeah. we can be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, I like I like to hear that. And like I said, that was one of those one of those points when you when you when you were sending me the information I, that, that that stuck out to me, and I was like, you don't hear that too often, you know what I mean? And it's like that really stuck to me. I was like, you know what? This seems these seems like 
not only a cool band, but just cool individuals who are who are looking to make a a, a, a change in somebody's life, even if it's on a smaller scale. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like Jared, he's always pretty much been an activist, and like he's always been like in the scene of like you know, uh, and being with uh, you know supporting like the cause of things and whatnot. And it's like being in a band with him. It's like man, that's super cool. That like actually just from our band name you know that whole ideal concept formed behind that it's like man we can help people this way you know mm-hmm. and especially it's super fun to just like be able to play in a band like this and whatnot but like i'm very grateful you know to be able to be a part of all of this and like uh, we're there's always going to be so much more coming from us like we've got some new upcoming music that are probably going to be singles awesome. and we're not in a Honestly, one of the things that I do want to do is like, you know, put out like a music video and like, you know, start pushing like those type of promotions to like, you know, our city and other cities and whatnot. That way. We and that can... coming from you coming from that AV background, too, is something that's probably near and dear to you, too. Totally. Yeah. That's the thing is, we, we, you know, we have the tools at our disposal. You know, it's just it's just doing it, you know. Yeah. From the, really cool. from the past year and a half working with this band, like literally we've met so many different people, so many different bands. And like right now is probably the perfect time to do like all those things, like, you know, get out of the city and like actually do more promotion work about like the music and whatnot. Like it's, it's going to be good. Like there's going to be a lot of upcoming stuff from us, you know, like oh, awesome. this, this record, this, this band is not something that it's just going to be one record and done. We're not like I. I feel like there's a lot more great potential. A lot more we have, have to say, yeah. That we, we have, have for say. like you know like our songwriting styles and whatnot. Like uh, there's a lot more that can come out of it. Totally. Lydia's got a song that she wrote for her husband. We played it like for. Yeah, I cannot. I still want to record that. You've been putting up. When are we gonna do it? I don't know. You lost the lyrics, bro. No, oh, I did not. Well, we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. But uh, that's something that I did write for my husband for his birthday. It's a great song too. It was, and I have to sing it. But like, I have to be able to sing it and play it at the same time. So that'll take a little bit of time. But we'll get there. We're gonna get. There. I mean, I can play drums if you want to play bass. You know, like, and you can well, come can, up. I'll play bass. You play guitar. No, I can record it all. For I just live is gonna be something we'll have to work on. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Though. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I I can't wait to hear you know more stuff from you guys. And um, but because I because I like the I like your album a lot. Thank you, man. I and, appreciate it. You're welcome. Like I mean, you no. <laughs> <laughs> and I I like that you guys are pop punk and 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 skate punk and you kind of toe the line by like different eras of the pop punk too. Like you guys are younger. So you guys are influenced by, you know, probably the, the early mid two thousands pop punk that was coming through, but you're also influenced by the nineties. You're influenced by um, maybe a little parts of like epitaph and fat rack and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I came um, from like you know rancid and the circle jerks. Yeah, the skeptics. That was like you know those are super cool bands. Mm-hmm. The Distillers definitely. The Distillers was a great band. Yes. When I was younger, I was like, man, I'm gonna marry that girl <laughs> <laughs> from the Distillers. Like, there is no doubt about it. I don't care. If she's like, uh, I think she's she's like forty. She's like, around my age, but she's these are like here fifteen there. years older than I am. But like. I don't care. Like, you know, like sometimes you gotta pull that um Ashton Kutcher card. Yeah, exactly. You gotta get that MILF card, yeah. Yes. No, I think I think everybody did don't, that. Don't tell my girlfriend. I think everybody did that, Alfredo, because in high school we would do that too. There was every band you would have your husband out of that band. Yeah. And and the girls would fight like, no, this is my husband. No, I, I like that. Oh guy. my god. And, you know, so everybody would pick out who they liked out of that band. That was just part of growing up and and then you'd home. you just have a big circle jerk about it. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> well, my, well, my girl is like approaching sixty, but like she's still hot, and that's Shirley Manson that's, from Garbage. That's wonderful. Yeah, I still have a thing for her, and like I tell my wife all the time, I was like, I love you, but if Shirley Manson ever came around, I might have to use that hall pass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's always the one. There's always the one. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 
but I just I want to talk about the the album. I, a lot of the songs, Midori, Girls Like You, um, Lydia, I believe you sing on For You. Um, some other songs, Bezos, uh, Pinata Party, All I Know, like all these songs, they're they're great songs. And um, I like your thoughts on kind of the writing process of, of why you guys were doing it and some of the subject matter, like how did it come to uh, to pass that you write up the right the way that you guys do? Personally, me for like when I'm songwriting, I'm like a hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. Also, like just like a kind of horny boy, but like on, <laughs> on top of it yeah, all, yeah. like you know, like being a horny boy, but also like being ro- like a hopeless romantic. Like a lot of the like the stuff that I write are like about real like life experiences and relationships and whatnot. You know, like about like trying to play music and then also just want to like be in love with somebody that like is super cool and whatnot. And uh, I don't know. That's just where I come from for songwriting. The guy's first, my first song that I ever wrote was like pretty much about like uh, just trying to be a good person and, mm-hmm. and uh, try to like preach to like to like the younger generation about like that we do make mistakes and whatnot. And it's like, okay, you know? Yeah. So you're coming from like very much kind of like the bubblegum. I do Love come from side the of, yeah. of pop punk. Yeah. Yeah. I also like come from like uh playing like heavy metal and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I play like you know like pop punk, heavy metal and like hard rock, heavy heavy rock. Mm-hmm. Like I I played of, in like I think yeah. six bands since last year and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like kind of everywhere on that but like this band is like definitely like one of my babies this is these are my babies the the singer of this band i call him baby (laughs) (laughs) too that's what he calls me (laughs) baby number two not for long he's number one one, but but no but but our 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 writing process yeah um it is it is no it is that though it is it is because you know there's that elements of of the good things in life you know the 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 things that are really good in life are are what make life worth living and you know love and and i I kind of feel like we we kind of hit the nail on the head of you know just partying you know put making things right you know like 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 the jeff bezos pinata party i think that's a perfect song a beautiful way to put um it's it's an eat the rich you know Mm -hmm. but a very polite you know fun fun party element of it you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you guys definitely don't come across as threatening, and you guys come across as fun, and you know, writing good songs. And in, in your, in your, like, even in your photos, you're projecting yourselves as having a good time, and that's who you are. Totally. You're, you're, you're finding the fun in things. You're trying to write good songs that people can sing along to. Mm-hmm. And after such, like I said earlier, at such a tumultuous time, isn't it just enough to hear? good fun songs that's my thing is that it's just i just want to be able to go out to go to shows and just yeah just let loose for a little bit relax and have fun and think about it just happy you know just have be fun you know have fun and mm-hmm. i think there's, there's enough sad things in the world that you know I, i'm just happy to you know writing it's it's easier to write a, a sad song than it is a, a happy song for me i've always felt that way and mm-hmm. so i've been trying to you know there's there's a way to write a sad song as a happy song you know exactly exactly yeah. and using music as an escape from reality because you see enough of the reality is like like you said you just just kind of want to get away totally music is an escape i think i think i think that's one of the the core elements of really you know of being a human we all need escapes but music i think is kind of one of the most human elements of you know of just of life just to be able to have a melody in your head and to be able to express that in a way yeah for sure for sure. I feel the same way. Well, um, I'm going to let you guys go because it's late where I'm at. (laughs) uh, But Red, Lydia, Alfredo, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast and and sitting down and having this great conversation with me and and, uh, letting letting people get to know who you guys are. And uh, like, I'll, I'll do everything in my power to help promote you guys. And to get uh, people to check out your band as as much as I can do, 
Um, Because I really like your guys' uh, music, your guys' message, your guys' mantra. And uh, I'm really honored to be able to take the opportunity, have the opportunity to talk to you three tonight. Well, thank you so much, man. We we really appreciate it. And honestly, we're really, really happy to be part of the, part of what you're doing. I, you know, honestly, it's, it's a cool thing. And I, you know, it's really neat to see anybody kind of just encouraging, encouraging local musicians and, and it, it feels good. And I think, I think it's, it's very clear in all of your work that you've, you know, all of the podcasts, all, you know, you, you are very much an encouraging, you know, spirit. Well, thank you very much. I'm very, I'm very honored that the for you to say that. Thank you very much for that. We're really happy you're part of it. So thank you so much for having us on. You're welcome, and thank you guys again for being on. And you three have yourself a wonderful night, and I'll be talking to you guys again very soon. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Hey, you too. Have a good night. Hey, you too. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Party time!